If you'd like to listen to Radio Free Brooklyn when you're not in front of your computer, please consider downloading our free mobile app for iPhone and Android available in the App Store for iPhone or the Google Play Store for Android. Please be sure to subscribe to our monthly newsletter for the latest news about new programming and upcoming RFB events. You can sign up at RadioFreeBrooklyn.org slash newsletter. You're listening to Lost and Rewound Radio Free Brooklyn. Oh, I'm get embarrassed with us. <laughs> We made it again to another week of Lost and Rewound. On Radio Free Brooklyn. On this wonderful, wonderful time zone. My God, it's it, another lovely Thursday, Elon. Time to get embarrassed with us. <laughs> <laughs> yes. As, as was the copy that we heard just a minute ago. My name is Elon. And I'm Will Hasty. I'm Rachel. And we bring this to you every week here on RFB as a way to dig into your old archives, listen to how you used to be, and learn a little bit about how you got from there to here. Um, all of our episodes are up on SoundCloud as well as I, uh, Apple Podcasts. It's not iTunes anymore. Damn it. Uh, Apple Podcasts. And and if you go to our website, our main site, that is RadioFreeBrooklyn.org slash LAR, you could listen to all of the episodes that have been released up until pretty much just now. Right? I mean, it's been a whole month of 2020, and already we're just cooking with the gas that is required to get us to episode 200 starting. Uh, it's going to be next week, actually. Y'all. Oh my God. Isn't that crazy? MG. So, um, all the episodes there with a the click of a button on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, or our site. That's radiofreebrooklyn.org slash LAR. And the megaphone player below our information will bring you to any and all episodes from at least 2016. It's ridiculous. It's not ridiculous. It's wonderful. It's That's all you, Elon. And it's it's flaming. It's all, it's, yes. <laughs> and, uh, not to be outdone by 200 episodes, uh, why don't you, uh, Rachel, explain a little bit about what we're going through right now here on Radio Free Brooklyn. It's big. It's huge. It's, mo- it's shall we say, flaming? It's jumping. Radio Free Brooklyn's Drive to Five fundraising campaign is underway. In May, RFB turns five years old, and we need to raise $25,000 so we can continue bringing you commercial-free independent radio for another five years. Because we think raising money should be fun, each month we'll be bringing listeners fun challenges with some great prizes. The top five scorers will win a limited edition five-year anniversary RFB t-shirt. You can also dial 718-673-8201 to leave us a message letting us know why you love RFB or to wish us a happy birthday. Your message may be played on the air. Amazing. That's great. Now, listener, now that you know what to do because of what Rachel just told you to do for Radio Free Brooklyn's five-year let us begin on what is happening this week on Lost and Rewound. Yeah! Hype.
Today's guests are collaborators and friends. Molly Densmore is a comedian, a writer, and a producer who has done it all. She's been in commercials. She's been performing sketch at uh, UCB, and you can see her doing stand-up all around New York. Tim Dowd is an accomplished stage actor, formerly with Shakespeare and Company, and currently touring his film three-way around the country when not taking part in the monthly Super Sketch Tuesday at the Pit with his group Church Social. Together, Tim and Molly work together on online sketches with Plan Z Productions, a company that Tim Dowd did, in fact, create. And now, with that, welcome to you, my Hudson Valley brethren, Tim Dowd and Molly Densmore. Hello there. Hey, hey, hey. I am clapping oh, in the clapping. corner here. There's I am the only one. There's a lot of hitting happening. There's a us. lot of hip. It ha- this is might sound like clapping. Elon just slapping the shit out of his co-host. It's really <laughs> yeah, inappropriate. It really is oh, not okay, Elon. I'm sorry. It's walking in Ow. here, I realize this is no, just the most the atrocious. If only thank the you, please listener could see the amazing view. I have been like for the last uh, ten minutes while we've been ready to record. Harassed. I've been like looking at four beautiful people in front of me, and I'm just like, Aww. this is amazing. I Aww. love it. I love it. Love bomb. No, Tim and I were like play fighting when they were like friends because we act like we're twelve. I am. um, That one knocked over the stereo and the whole thing. Yeah. I. uh, So I'm so excited to hear about Alan your perception of Tim when he was a little shrimp boy because (laughs) not too many years ago. Well, actually, a few years ago, my Facebook profile picture. Tim, I don't know if you remember this. I don't. But I changed it because there was a picture of you, I think in middle school or high school, that moved me so deeply. Oh, man. Where you have a painted on mustache, a ponytail, a kimono, and you are bearing a sword. And yes. this I made sounds it my like profile a, picture. Yeah. And that was the Tim <laughs> that Elon knew. Yeah. And I need to hear. It sounds about right. How Every bit of that sounds amazing. Ever, please, God, give a description of who you were and what your life was like back then. <laughs> so here's... Here's the thing I need to clarify. That mustache was not painted on. It was not. It was definitely not painted on. I grew that shit. But if you want to know how it looked, it looked like it was painted on. That's not not at all her fault. It was. That was. We're talking like four hairs, five hairs thick? No, no. It it got thick there, but it was like. Think like Thick. '70s hockey player <laughs> yes. or porn star. Did any yeah. women get to experience this oh, beautiful? No, no, call it a pussy stash. No. They... Was it a delicious pussy stash? By, it, by oh, I mean, it tasted it? like whatever soup I'd previously had. <laughs> I mean, nice. That's, that's that's so. Uh, so got a special uh, taste with Tim just for today. So I, I like. I'm sure soup many, many of you out there are not great at the growing of the facial hair. Mm. Uh, so I, mm. I generally don't do it. I generally avoid it. I've tried it in the past because I thought it looked rugged and then my wife informed me that it looked stupid uh, so oh, I stopped boy. doing it. That's yeah. how she Wait, did informed that... you of all of your look. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, yeah. uh, no, that's, it, that's how she, she did a great job. That's she how did, she's describing you. the pants I'm currently wearing as well. <laughs> oh, she's right. Yeah. No, I'm, not, I, yeah. I'm not allowed to rock a mustache anymore. I did it for two Halloweens in a row, and now I've been banned. So yeah, I no wives. No, you have to listen to them. They oh, make yeah. you better. Yeah. No, like no. they make like I remember when I lived in Williamsburg. Tim used to bust my balls, and then I. <laughs> I used to bust your balls. Wait, 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 about like hipster shit. Okay. And then I remember, I was like, oh my God, you look like you could live around here. And the color drained from his face. <laughs> and he looked at his wife and he's like, what did you do to me? And she, she gave him good style. But that's, oh. that's but yeah, uh, he got very upset. I used to wear unfitting 
comic book Tim, t-shirts. Tim, yep. I remember awesome. that Ooh. you used to be taller than me Ooh. when you were in yep. eighth grade. Yeah, that sounds about right. And uh, oh, you and this... I'm sorry, Elon, what grade were you in when he was in eighth grade? Yeah. 12. We went to a K through 12 school together. Yeah. And uh, you would not, you were not the first and you will not be the last uh, uh, fellow student that I have gotten a chance to uh, uh, grow up and meet and see uh, later on post uh, PDS. But my goodness, uh, have you turned out to be a handsome fellow? Um, and and, and ow, ow. you uh, <laughs> were taller and you, I think you might have worn sweatpants, which yep. is a totally like presentable and understandable thing to do. <laughs> When, you know, I guess, I don't know where you stood in the hierarchy, but I mean. Low. If, I didn't stand. I was on my knees. <laughs> was not like low. I was very high either. I was a theater dark stork. Yeah. Dark? A dark? You're theater stork. A theater stork. <laughs> Quack! Yeah. Um, I was a total dork with the theater. And the thing that I find incredible is is that, Molly, you and I uh, did Woodstock Youth Theater together when we were growing up. Um, and you were also my neighbor. Like, I thought it was so crazy. The yeah, fact that, ish. like, the fact that. I have neighbor-ish. Ish. Neighbor, yeah, yeah. Right on down the same the str- mountain. On yeah, the yeah, same yeah. mountain. Yes, okay. yes, that's fair. And we did theater together, and you're doing your thing, and Tim, you're doing your thing, but I don't remember, Tim, you doing much theater when you were younger. I discovered theater really like my last year, uh, your last year at school. So like that- Before high school. Yeah, before I was like eighth grade, I started in like ninth grade. So like right after you graduate, that's when I really like discovered theater. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I transferred schools, and that kind of like I just been doing it since I was like fifteen. Where did you go transferring after? I transferred PDS. to a boarding school in Connecticut called Kent, Connecticut. Oh, I'm familiar with Kent. God. We played you them in basketball. Yeah, shit. I did. I went to Kent. Uh, it was not great. But wait, I want to. <laughs> I want to. I want to go back and address because I. You're right. Me and Elon, we we went to, we went to the same school. We didn't really interact a whole lot. But the greatest like shame of my time at school were these bright red sweatpants that for some reason my mother purchased for me and let me go to school in. I remember and, these. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Epic. And that's what's horrifying me is that we didn't talk about this in the pre- <laughs> This wasn't like a thing like, oh, remember those red sweatpants before we went on air? This was undiscussed. And it's like, yep, that's the thing that you remember. And I'm sorry, this was what era? Give me a give me. We're talking like 2000. 2000. Yeah. Well, like, you knew me when I was... This is why we're funny now. Like, because yeah. you wore those fucking sweatpants. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, you knew me. Alan was my CIT in, yes. at camp. We oh, so I was like God. nine. Yeah. So I had like my tragic style. Just very upsetting <laughs> style. I don't the, know if you remember. What was he like a description uh, the CIT? Of, oh, I, well, he was so cool. I was like, he's the coolest. She's gone on record to say that yeah, I was I her favorite so counselor, cool. which yeah. is totally unfounded. I still don't understand uh-huh. that. Yeah, I thought you were so cool. But I, I had like very thick bangs, very, like poofy look like lamp like a lamp hair <laughs> um i wore giant everything i was obsessed with smiley faces around that age so oh every single article of clothing and i wore those giant 90s pants that had smiley faces on them holy shit All, yeah very um and the tattoo necklaces which is very tragic that they are back in style it's not okay we Wait, need to ban what them are these? i agree and with you the tattoo choker necklaces are yeah. the ugliest oh. things and they were really big in the 90s and they're back and they've been back for a while it's very upsetting is it, is it terrible that i love them Yes. yes. <laughs> is it because your little nieces uh, you wear them? Yeah, that... yeah, it's because I got them. Ah, uh, it's an association, a familial association. Yeah. Tim, I have a Come question for you. Yeah. Have you ever had an anime profile pic? I have not had an anime yes, profile pic. I d- no, I didn't. But I'm explaining. You you know what I'm where I'm going with this. I like where this is going. There was there's this website. I think it's called. Fi- there was some website. I think it's called Fiverr, maybe where it's like sure. you could commission things. So there was a guy doing Simpsons commissions. Like he would oh. turn your profile picture into a Simpsons oh, no. character 
for like $5. I was like, I'm absolutely doing that. So I turned my headshot into a Simpsons thing. And that was like my profile for like a year. So it wasn't anime, but I was like yellow That's, and like. That works. I was that animated, but I wasn't like. You know what? Support artists. Yeah, exactly. I paid that guy way less than he was worth. Oh. How did the two of you find each other through the acting world? Acting class. <laughs> you took an acting class together? Yeah, we, we did. And I mean, we should talk about that experience because yeah. that's a Me Too experience. Oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Everything before like last year pretty much is a Me Too experience <laughs> for right. everyone, All right. I feel like. Well, yeah. we did. Okay, so we got. We were we, in a cult together. We Essentially. <laughs> Um, the first scene we did was a Ferdinand and Miranda scene from The Tempest, the Shakespeare scene. And um, we're working on it. And the teacher told everyone in the class that he wanted to see us have sex. Yep. Yeah. He, yeah. We he, were like these very green, right out of college, like little sweet baby angel faces. Yeah. How, how old was this teacher? And were you, was this like one of those elite New York acting teachers? Yes. It was a small class. And you no, it was a big class. Elite is a term. And, well, no, I think he was. He, yeah. No, he had like got quotes from like Samuel. Yeah, but intense, say shall we say. Intense. Yes. yes. And, and this guy was how old? I'd say 50s. early 50s. Whoa. Yeah. Good times. Um, All right. So, I, and, it, and I think his name will go unnamed because yeah, I think they won't allow us it. to go more specific about this. That's fine. He definitely, when he paired us, we had not met each other and he was like, yeah, you you guys do a scene and go, yeah, I, I wouldn't mind watching that. You guys look like you could, you guys look like you could fuck. And I was like, but like also you can see us now we kind of have like even though we're very like we have dark senses of humor we look very i think innocent in general like we just have kind of like how do you how you doing faces big scared eyes and so if you sure so if you combine that with like 10 years ago it's like i have a picture of us on oh my, my wall and it's we look so innocent like so you I just remember, yeah, I was like on the wall and he was, I remember being like, would you like to fuck her? He's like, yeah, he's married, but not dead, (laughs) right? Am I right, everybody? And the thing is, I'm not even like, I was a very like ingenue. I was like in a big hippie dress. It wasn't like I was like, like it was just, it was very bizarre. So that's how we met each other. Oh my goodness. And when we, when we started working on it, there were things he'd say to the whole class. And then I guess there was a line for him because sometimes he talked to me privately like, hey, I'm going to get you so late. And I was like... (laughs) And at the time, I was, like, dating a few people. I wasn't really concerned about that element of my life, but it's, like, clearly I gave off the, like, perpetual virgin look. And he was just like, don't worry. I know I gave off the look, but, you know, (laughs) but he was just like, I'm just like, I I would like a paycheck. That's all I'm looking for here. Oh, man. And how long did you guys take this class uh, until you realized that this couldn't happen anymore? A while. I was there for about a year and a half before I kind of had my dramatic storm off moment. I see. Uh, that always yeah. happens. Please yeah. describe. Please describe. Oh, oh my God. Uh, so I was doing, so he has a lot of catchphrases that he'll repeat <laughs> ad nauseum that I called the pillowisms because he'd say them. He'd say these things that were sounded profound, but were just essentially like, you'd see them written on a cheap pillow and other thing. but he'd always make this <laughs> hand gesture of write it down. Uh, yes. Even though, like, if you're in the class every week, you've heard everything he's had to say in three classes. You so know, he's got, okay. Yes. So one yes. of them was like, charming is disarming, funny is money, which... <laughs> Oh, my God. Charming is disarming to an extent. See, I would argue this now because I'd be like, sociopaths are charming. So I'm me. I'm weird and uncomfortable on my own skin. You're a little bit of a nerd. Yeah, I'm oh, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm a lot of bit of a nerd. I'm, uh, giving, I'm, I'm fluffing your pillow yeah, yeah. now. Hey. Oh, no, no. This, I'm a fluffed up anime pillow. Don't even know. Like, I'm a body <laughs> pillow. Is a waifu? You no. have a waifu? I, 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 yeah. <laughs> she knew so, the term. She I do. Oh, term. I know. Well, I know what we're talking about here. Uh, but I'm excited for... A lot of things. But uh, (laughs) 
he'd have these little pillowisms things. And I'm, I'm like this guy who's like nervous and uncomfortable, and that's what's very true to me. Sure. It's just like a lot of my, my, the romance stories for me are someone like trying to like be cool and confident and failing utterly. Relatable. And, <laughs> yeah. And every time he would see someone come up with the scene, he's like, no, nah, man, you're it's confident, earnest. you're cool. And my personal philosophy of like, if you could be that cool when you're trying to like chat up a human being, if you'd be that like confident, you probably don't care whether or not they feel about you. You're a narcissist. Right which is probably right means you don't care about <laughs> them as a person. So anyone who could really just be like, hey, baby, how you doing? Like, I'm like serial killer, like, or like, yeah. or at least kind of a jerk. So that's my personal thing. I came in with this scene about a guy trying to ask out a woman during a urinalysis test. You know, it's fun. Really, really something I identified with has gotten me work since then. It's very Judd apatow -y. Yes, nice. yes. Nothing gets me harder than peeing in a cup. Mm -hmm. Right? Exactly. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> <It's> a... <laughs> oh. That's my second snort. <laughs> second of 18. Wait till we get to the end. Oh, there will be many more. Oh, boy. Uh, but did that, and then he sat me down and was like, kind of just like shit on everything I wanted to do in my career and no. asked this weird question of like, I mean, who would you rather be, Russell Crowe or Ben Stiller? And I just like, Get the fuck out of here. I stared Are you at serious? Him, I stared at him confused. I was like, Ben Neither? Stiller, obviously. Yeah. Like, how, how do you not know me to think that I wouldn't be gladiator of those two? <laughs> <laughs> that day of the big blowout with the teacher, Molly was like first there to like kind of have my back. And sure. Like, you know, come for me. So you well, I have a theory so about. Hmm? Well, I had a theory. Well, I I stayed a little longer than him, but I also I had like my blow up moment with him where he he I. This is a bummer. This is not fun. <laughs> but he looked at. He was like, "Stop making it so difficult to love you." And I was like, "I'm done." Like that was it for no. me. Like I was like, "I don't know what daddy issues you think I have. I'm not here to have you love me." Like you fucking lunatic. Wait, <laughs> like, he said he said that to you. He as said an that attack? to me. Yes. He said uh, that to me in front of me. Yeah, wow. and it was also after he asked me to like invite my boyfriend to the class. It was like I was having. He was getting mad at me for material I was bringing in. I was bringing. I was doing more musical theater at the time, and I was bringing in stuff. And he was getting mad at me. He thought I was bringing in shitty work, which is like fine. Like he didn't like the songs I was bringing in, so he was like attacking my character, and then was like, "Bring your boyfriend, and you know maybe it'll be good." And then he just like shat on me in front of my boyfriend. It was very weird. So I, yeah, that was the end. But my theory with what why he got so pissed at Tim is because he was wrong and he had his ego affronted, and then he projected that on you because he. I remember he didn't understand what was happening in the scene, which was not difficult to understand. And I remember he asked the class, "Does that did anybody else get this?" And everybody's like, "Yeah, we got it." And he got real mad because that's. I swear I remember it and then it projected into maybe you just shouldn't be an actor and yeah. I, I saw it happen and he, I, he yeah. said the words what? maybe this isn't the right he's like well maybe I can't help you or something like that and I was like oh and that triggered all my daddy issues because I got all that parental bullshit when did play become more important than work I feel like it was just kind of a natural like it was just a thing like a, prog a natural progression like I just couldn't have like I was a musical theater major in college and I did that for a few years after and then that kind of just progressed to more like Shakespeare and then that progressed to more straight plays and now I'm more in like on camera in like comedy world so it just kind of like just navigated that way I didn't plan it it just kind of like went with what felt right. Would you want to be one of those performers who does like nine or eleven, you know, song dance shows a, a week? It's a lot, and it's. I think the pay. That's ultimately what it is. Is like the payoff. I think is like 
you just work your ass off and it's really hard to make yeah, a living I doing mean, it. So, but I use it. Like I sing, I do dumb fucking, I have very like animated stand up. Yes. Like I fucking sing and dance and do stupid shit. So like. I, when I like, saw you do uh, some stand up, uh, I got a chance to rock, see you rock a little bit of ukulele. <laughs> yeah. Um, I started like you told, Ilan was like, maybe you could bring the ukulele. And I was like, I don't know how to play. <laughs> like, like I started learning it because I did a show on Martha's Vineyard and there was a guy who was a lobster man. He caught oh, lobster for boy. a living, right. and he was an <laughs> asshole to me. And I was—he actually re- kind of like apologized to me on Instagram re- recently. It was kind of funny. There's an Ingrid Michael song where she talks about being a lobsterman's wife, and I was like, "What if I change that to be realistic?" So I like specifically started learning <laughs> the ukulele to to do that. So I don't like practice. Like I'm not good at ukulele. So. You're 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 cut from the same cloth. I have an instrument that I don't know how to play either, but yeah. I just have it no, just but, to learn certain songs. But just just the the motivation of that guy was an asshole to me. I'm going to create something specifically to get back at him. With exactly. The, like, that's so, that's wonderful. That is maybe the best reason I've ever heard to pick that's up an instrument. That's what I said. I was like, I'm learning a musical instrument out of spite. That's I, the best way. I think most of, like, human civilization is based entirely out of spite. Yeah. Like, it's like, the Empire State Building is or that, that tall. Or pursuit of sex. Or pursuit of but, but sometimes mm. both. You know, it's sometimes Indeed. like, Indeed. the Empire State Building is that tall because they're like, fuck the Chrysler Building. <laughs> and it's just like, <laughs> like that's, that's the entire reason. They're just like, Oh, look, it looks like the Chrysler building's bigger. Now put a fucking tower on top of it. We're good. Everything has to be bigger than the other. Oh, yeah. True. We're just keep on building up, building up, and yeah. I don't know. I don't Size know. matters. Spite, yeah. Yeah, it does. Indeed. And spite, spite is a powerful, powerful, powerful drug. Motivator, talk, talk. motivator, motivator. Yeah. So we, you, your question of like how it went from classic to... To yes. Play, or I guess I'm tripping that as comedy. You went to Binghamton. Were you doing a lot of Shakespeare and classical theater stuff over in central New York? Uh, not in Binghamton, no. Uh, when I graduated from there, I went to a training program at Shakespeare and Company, like yes. my first summer out. And that was really my first big taste since high school. I did, like, As You Like It twice in high school because I transferred high schools and that was the play they were doing the next year. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was my big first taste, and that was when I kind of like fell in love with that and realizing how much more human Shakespeare could be. And that became like my defining career path for like 10 years going forward. But um, I'd always loved comedy from a very, very young age, ever since I discovered, and this statement's not going to age well, uh, Bill, Cosby. Bill Cosby. Yeah, uh, it, really, <laughs> it really was. Uh, there was this amazing Bill Cosby stand-up tape that I oh had as a kid. Really? You're really yeah. not kidding. I'm not oh kidding. God, I'm not kidding. Wow. That, I that was perfect. That I don't, is perfect. I don't know what sketch it, I don't know what special it was, but it just was has it a joke. cake? Yes, it was. It was three for three. We're three for three. We're... I feel truly stalked at this moment. Rachel, what are you doing? You are like empathic. Because I was going to say, it's like, I don't know, it's the one that has a joke about the reverse mohawk. That's all I can really remember about it. But yes, chocolate cake. Wow. Daddy, I want chocolate cake. Uh, That was, yeah. yeah. Um, So so there was that. And obviously, he's terrible. The whole time, I'd always loved comedy. That was another thing I could spend, like, it was that and then watching like 90s reruns of SNL on Comedy Central. Sure. Like as a kid, I Love Lucy. Like that's always my passion was comedy. And then when I started becoming an actor, I kept getting cast in all these dramatic roles. Every teacher I met wanted me to be like this dramatic actor. And they were every person who have ever worked on a comedic scene is always like, yeah, but here's the thing. What if it was serious? That's such an actorly reaction. That's an It's It's every person is like, but wasn't it more truthful if it's this? And then you cry. And I'm like, this is kind of, in a weird about way, kind of what happened with this previous teacher as yeah. well. But like everyone had been just 
putting me, beating me into saying, and I got messed up because I wasn't in therapy and I was like untrusting of any teacher, untrusting of anyone telling me what to do anymore. Relatable. Yeah. So that's kind of what led to Molly and I finally working together, which was, I was like, I'd always been a creator. I did like a, a web comic in high school. I wrote my first movie, which we didn't finish filming because it was terrible uh, in college. And it then <laughs> I wrote my second feature film, which is Three Way. Yes. And I was a white male writer in my mid-20s. Yes. So I didn't know how to write a woman. Yes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> how do you mean? Like, I, can make up, I can make up male characters. I can be like, yeah, that's how that guy talks. He's not based on anyone. I, could do, I couldn't do that with women. To, to differentiate women characters, I had to like base them on someone I knew. So I wrote a character. <laughs> and like, you hate me like the, the horror. Wait, wait, wait. This, so this is the birth of three way. So this is the birth of. Wait, this, describe the plot I, of three way. Uh, just a, a quick elevator pitch. She's an empowered woman. So it's about a long term loving couple who uh, want to spice up the relationship by trying to have a threesome, but they realize oh, no. that they're both socially awkward and terrible at seducing anyone in the best of times. Oh no! Let alone trying to have a threesome. Oh, that's wonderful. Oh and it, no! Yeah. That's that's a romantic comedy. It's a romantic comedy. Please tell me that there 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 was at least a little autobiographical sort of stuff in I here. I goddamn wish. But no, <laughs> he just wrote his wish. I watching it. So yeah, we filmed it so long ago, and I got to watch it yeah. at a film festival in theaters for the first time. And I didn't remember half of the shit. It was so long ago, and I was sitting next to the other like female lead, and my head was just buried like in her tits, not in a sexy oh. way. I was just like <gasps> just hiding. Oh, so I was like, I don't remember this. Oh. I don't shut up. Sexy I was like, I don't remember this. But I loved her. I was scared because I was like never really acted. It was like never been in a movie before. I was like, oh. what if I'm terrible? And I loved her. I loved Alex. The character was Alex. I was like, I love this bitch. This bitch is great. Nice. She's yeah. fantastic. But yeah. Yeah, no, I was pleasantly surprised when I wasn't hiding in bosoms. There's two threesomes in it. There's a two-girl threesome and a two-woman uh, two threesome and a two-guy threesome. Okay. Um, the, the female threesome is not as graphic. We kind of, like, okay. do some some pre-show stuff. And that was where – it wasn't me too, but <laughs> – that was yeah molly molly <laughs> with her back Can, facing the camera did like take her bra off. i forgot about that that's yes. why that was another like <gasps> yes yeah, she Wait, forgot you... about it till the premiere oh no it was a long oh, time no. ago i don't you don't see my boobs but i was like oh <laughs> like i didn't know I and forgot. me and me and leanne the name of the other lead actress were there just like yeah we remember it was just like a bunch of like cranky first time like nyu kids and yeah. they were kind of like fighting while we were like in bras and it was just very uncomfortable oh <laughs> there, god there was oh. a moment where the three of us are in bed and a fight broke out between our dp and the first ad what uh, and if, if for any who who at home who like made filmmaking you know that's kind of their jobs the ad and the <sighs> dp are kind of nemesis because like the DP is like, I would like to spend the next 17 years filming this scene. And the D the AD is like, you have seven minutes. Yeah, that sounds about right. Um, and he shut down the thing, and then there was a lot of temper tantrums. It was uncomfortable. Wait, young. I'm sorry, it who of he time. shut it down? I'm not going to get in more specific than that. But, but yes, we had like nude actors on set. <laughs> it was, it was like, just, you know, it's like a first-time yeah, thingy for everybody. So I get it. Now, I don't look back. It was just kind of funny. I'm like, oh, that was... Yeah. It was like what a time for them to get, have like a little little, little tiff. Little, let's let 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 let's fast forward. I think yeah. I guess a little bit. Oh, um, but this is lost in rewound. Yes, that is true. Uh, Tim has been kind enough to contribute, however, some uh, clips from more recent years, of which uh, are relevant to our discussion yep. about uh, Plan Z Productions yep. and the collaboration uh, uh, between you and Molly. Uh, there is, in fact, here uh, some uh, footage uh, of of a unfinished. Uh, first a product of which uh, yeah, you sent me, uh, I guess, some uh, takes. Yes. Uh, so 
after the movie was done, uh, Molly and I started collaborating together on a series of uh, shorts uh, called Shakespeare's Dating Fables, uh, which we put on my YouTube uh, Plan Z Productions YouTube channel. That's redundant. Uh, <laughs> what you have here is there's a sketch. Our first one in that series is called uh, 12th Tinder, and it's about a modern-day version of Viola who goes home with a guy, but her fetish is that she likes to dress up like her brother Sebastian in a role play thing. Huh. Yeah. It's funny whether or not you know Shakespeare. I think it's oh, so it funny. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but we have it that it's a very, very convincing costume. And so we had a different actor come in and play it when she's dressed as Sebastian. He was keeps... perfect at playing. Like, Who was the great... actor? Ian Buckley. It's his best friend. Yes. From, yeah. Is, yeah. Who's a co-writer and director of Three Way. And the only, we both, the only thing we have in common is we're both wearing black and white. I had a bow in my hair that he put in the same place in his hair. Yeah. So it would like switch back between the two of us. Yeah, but what I've sent you is uh, there's a part of the script where everyone kind of started improving off the script <laughs> and to such a degree that we never actually captured what was written, which is fine. But then they were so off on wild tangents that when I was left with the footage after the shoot was done, I had no idea how to edit together into one cohesive thing. So, so what we're listening to are five more or less rapid fire takes. Yeah. So what you're hearing the voices are, it's me, Molly, Ian, and our DP, Haley Karras. Oh, well, I guess I'd give it a shot. Awesome. Okay, so this is, this is just some elaborate costume, right? You're not just have a secret hiding place where you're just swapping out every time I blink, right? That's absurd. Okay. How would that even work? I, I mean, it's... I don't know. I'm why. literally between your legs right now. I don't know how this is working. It's working for me. Okay, cut. And one. I guess I'd give it a shot. Awesome. Okay, okay, so this, this, this is just an elaborate costume, right? There's an, like a secret hiding place you have somewhere in the apartment, and you're no! switching places every time I blink. How? I, I don't know. What? That's fucking ridiculous! I'm aware, but this is ridiculous! In what way? I mean, I'm not, I'm not trying to shame like your, your kink. I mean, you do you, but like, yeah. Well, I was about to do you, I, but if this isn't gonna happen, then you need to let me know. Look, I, I appreciate, but there is like a, a hot woman in there, right? Yeah, and okay. there's about to be a hot guy in here. That's fuck. <laughs> and rolling. So Action. you started that with uh. Um, there's gonna be a, there's there's a, a hot, hot girl. girl in yeah, yeah. Okay. So I just, I just. So I just enjoy like there, there is like a, a hot woman in there, right? Yeah, and there's about to be a hot guy in here. That's, yay. But um, what I'm what? I, look, can I just? You know what? Can I? You know what? No. I'm just. It's never been a problem for anyone else. Can I just Facetime your brother real quick? You wanna Facetime my brother Sebastian? Yes. Right now. Indeed. That's gonna help you make this happen. Somehow, yeah. Be my guest. Okay. So this isn't just some elaborate costume, right? This is your this. Oh, I'm sorry. Let reset because that's the opposite of the line. Uh, action. So this isn't just some. This is hmm, reset again. So this is all just some elaborate costume, right? You're not just like a, there's like a secret hiding place in the room and you keep switching places every time I blink, right? It's crazy. I'm not David Blaine. That's, How would that? Well, oh, okay. I don't even know if he could do that. I think he can. No, I he can't. I've seen the trick. Nobody can do that. Everyone can do it. Okay, look. That's that, impossible, and also technically that would be rape. So that's, that's not. Well, I'm, I'm trying to avoid that, but I'm just. I would like to understand how this all works. I mean, and first of all, David Blaine's enough. David Blaine, look. Love David Blaine. I know. He's really cool. I'm right? He's so cool. I know. Oh, I just like Hold on a second. No, wait, hold on. Back up. Okay, look. Do you mind if I just like FaceTime with your brother real quick? You wanna 
You want to FaceTime with my brother in the middle of our hooking up? Yeah. Hookup? That's... It's less weird in the current situation. That really? We're yeah, a little bit. Okay. You yep. do you, bro. Oh, That's I will. so weird. Uh, yes. That's weird that I called you bro. You know what? Hey. Hey. We're both, we're together here. <laughs> Cut. Right. <laughs> trying to think of this. Yeah. Okay. Alright, and rolling. This is just some elaborate costume, right? There's not like a hidden room somewhere and you're just trading places every time I blink, right? That's great. I don't even think like... Who's it? Houdini? Even he couldn't do that. Oh, Houdini? No, probably he not. Couldn't... He didn't really have the technology yet, did he? Yeah, like, nobody, like a... literally nobody could do that. That's crazy. And Chris Angel's pretty cool. He's pretty cool. I mean, and like Barry Allen. I mean, he's oh fictional. God. That's oh, not helping. Magicians make me so horny. Let's do... Oh, you know, but um, that brings me to a good point. Um, do you mind if I just FaceTime your brother real quick? Just, just a smidgen. You want to FaceTime my brother while yes. we're hooking up? Not before we're hooking up. Yes. Okay. Yeah. That's kind of weird. No, but... I, I know, right. I know, but you want to warm okay. yourself up first, that's fine. How often do you look back at old takes from your film projects? Uh, never, if possible. Never. So th really? what does it feel like to see, albeit the fact that this is more recent than most clips, but for what it may be worth, the embarrassing portion of the submissions that we get is applicable to this, and why is that? Uh, I, I think what's hard... So one of the reasons why Molly and I teamed up because I wanted to be producing more stuff. I wanted to make more things because I felt I couldn't grow as an artist if I wasn't making things. Film generally is a lot of people like, we're going to be on set for three days and then spend three years raising money or trying to sell it around. So we wanted to make a bunch of things. So that means you're growing as an artist. You're growing as a comedic sensibility. You're growing all these things. So it's like then you look back and you're like, oh boy, like... One, we didn't know things technically. Two, it's not, you know, it's like that's not as tightly written as I would do it now. That's not, you know, it's like there are all these things that you grow and change that it's, I feel like as an artist, you're kind of like, you look back at your old clips and you're like, this is immediately below my standards now. You know <laughs> oh, what yeah. I mean? Totally. And it's, I think that's a universal, I mean, I think, you know, I, I, I take some comfort and I, I saw Bo Burnham give a talk about like some of his previous stuff. And I think Bo he's... Burnham is the uh, YouTube star who has become a kind of more of like a household name in recent yes. years. Uh, he directed um, Eighth Grade. Yes. And he's a like a genius stand up uh, musical performer. Yeah, yeah. I, I think he's one of the greatest living stand up comics. He is very funny. I didn't know much about him up until like maybe a year or two ago, but that might be a generational product. Yeah. Uh, and if you want to know, for those at home who want to know what I look like, uh, imagine a haggard, more overweight version of Bo Burnham. That's essentially what I am. <laughs> you look like Kevin Klein, kind of. Okay. Well, that's a compliment. Yeah, I think that, that's a huge compliment. Kevin that, Klein. That, was, that was a compliment. Kevin Klein, and Bo Burnham mix. That was a compliment, and I'm uncomfortable with it. I would never think it. Bo Burnham. But. Well, okay, fine. I, I was just trying to be accurate. I think those clips were flaming. They yeah. were. Uh, yeah. I honestly like. I love that sketch. My only problem is the lighting. Like the the lighting's yeah. horrendous. We're both very pasty people already, and it's just like ah. But yeah. I think the sketch is fucking hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I know it's from a few years ago, but I'm like, look how funny those. Looking at it now, I'm just like, okay, we could have like, because it's like I directed yeah. it, so a lot of it's like I I look at it and I see like the like, oh no, that was bad composition we did or whatever you know, and uh, I totally have fun at the time. I, it was more of the. I brought this one of the reasons I brought it in is I came in and was like, 
I have n- none of those takes are similar at all. No, they're not. <laughs> so it's like putting them together was the imp- if, if, it worked. If I may say, the improv takes are definitely oh, between you so two. Funny. Yeah, they're so great. they're so much better. And you guys have and you you two you guys have great screen chemistry. Yeah, and like there's and there's it's all the from the tempest. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and plus, who Thank doesn't you. look back at their work, especially if it's a film thing, and all you see is what you did wrong. We are about to take it even further to the life of Molly Densmore. Lost and Rewound on Radio Free Brooklyn. Radio Free Brooklyn is a 501c3 nonprofit organization whose mission is to provide a free and open platform to our community and promote media literacy, education, and free expression. We rely primarily on donations from listeners like you. To help support our mission, we invite you to make a one-time donation or monthly pledge at radiofreebrooklyn.org slash donate. Every cent helps us to continue to stay on the air. So please support independent community media by pledging whatever you can afford. All contributions are tax deductible to the fullest extent of the law. You can also donate to Radio Free Brooklyn by shopping through Amazon Smile, Amazon's charity initiative where you can shop and support a nonprofit of your choice at the same time. It costs you nothing. Just go to RadioFreeBrooklyn.org slash smile to sign up to have RFB as your donee and start shopping. Oh, well, thank you a, a very a much for a coming a back and a hanging a with us right here on Radio Free Brooklyn this Thursday afternoon. We're kicking it here in the rec room for this Thursday afternoon. I'm and, in here. And um, if you want to be kicking it here with us, like uh, Tim and Molly are this week, you can absolutely reach out to be a part of the fun. Lost and Rewound at RadioFreeBrooklyn.org to pitch us any and all of your uh, submissions, your ideas, your... Uh, uh, commiserations i don't know i mean basically we just want you to come on and get embarrassed with us as we do here every week um and a reminder that uh if you want to contribute anything uh if you were especially if you were a guest in the past to our 200th episode which is live from the rec room in fact um yeah all contributions should be directed by email because um we slash i (laughs) will be happy to hear and read what you may have in the meantime we have some very important business, gentlemen and ladies alike. Um, yes. Tell me more. Well, I'll tell everybody more. Um, Molly, <laughs> um, I mentioned earlier, uh, you and I did uh, theater together. Yes. We are, are uh, alum of uh, an institution from Woodstock, New York, called the Woodstock Youth Theater. And uh, though you were uh, significantly uh, younger than I, uh, you and I did get to do some shows together. I do have something that we were playing in a little bit. But to get a little bit of an idea about Molly Densmore, the actor in training, uh, as she was in uh, the year eight, you were kind enough to share something that you actually already shared on Instagram. Could you talk a little about this, please? So this is my best friend from when we were from when we were eight, eight years old. About when we met each other, she was my neighbor in Woodstock, and uh, I guess we're singing- she was my neighbor too then. I, mean, I we guess were all living... well, we were actual neighbors. Like our houses were next to each other. Is I don't, that so? I, yeah. Not just say mountain. Not just like mountain neighbors. The... <laughs> That's such like a fucking country. We were neighbors. We live like 18 miles away. In the you were a 20-minute walk down the road. Pretty much, yeah. We are singing a song from the Brady, from not the Brady Bunch, from Parent Trap, um, Parent Trap the, the OG, Whoa. the OG Parent Trap. What? And it's so just funny. And I'm wearing a giant ruffly. It's her. It's at her house. 
And uh, yeah, she had a bowl cut. I look like a lamp. There's and, a computer um, in the back. I see a, a very <laughs> that uh, is that is so Windows ninety five. Yeah, and she's in little tap shoes and a pink dress. Just to paint a picture, I'm in a giant like flamingo dress with giant socks on for some reason. <laughs> and we're about to hear it. Let's Check hear it, it out. What are you doing here? I want a book and I want a A lot of ruffleography. A lot of ruffleography going on. And what kind of makeup did you put on? I don't know. I love her perfect RP accent. (laughs) (laughs) You are owning that. She's like, and I love how it's like the ease, it's like the most resolvable conflict. I'm like, we're like, screw you. She's like, I got a good idea. Let's work together. Okay. It's so immediate. (laughs) Let's get together. That's that's a song from the parent shop. Yeah. Featuring uh that who was that? Haley Mills. Haley Mills. 60s. Oh my god. And you got you must have watched so much Disney together in general. No, I was not a Disney kid. I you were was, not Nickelodeon a, all the way. You too. were not a Disney kid. Not Rugrats. a Disney kid. Rugrats. All that. Yeah. Oh, oh. Watch, there's Keenan a new one. Oh, My friend oh, produces the new All That plug. Oh, I'll plug shit. it like, right. like he needs it. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, who's, who's the guy who's producing? Uh, Jermaine Fowler. Oh my God. Oh, yeah. I didn't realize he was producing it. Yeah, he's one of the That's producers. amazing. I know that cat. The what cat a man. what a cat. <laughs> I'm over all 60 years old. I know that cat from my old. I know that boy, boy that went. Yeah. <laughs> if we plug him hard enough. But, but, if we, but, if okay. we plug him hard enough but, on the show, now we get an audition. Yes. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, please put me higher at me. All right, but But seriously, please. Please hire me. Were you normally the shorter one of your friends? I, yeah, I kind of was like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like Prince, like walking down. Like all my friends were very, very tall. You well, see, my two closest friends were tall, so yeah. I would be like. Though no, I was always the shortest person in my friend of me my too. friends. Always, not always. I'm I'm technically average. Five four is technically the average female height. I googled mm-hmm. it, so I fought with my friends. Were like, now it's when not. did you I'm when like, did you get a growth spurt? I, d- I, I no, know. no, I don't never, know, but no. I do know that I think technically I've always been sort of in the middle, probably because it's technically average. But no, I, in general, most of my friends were much taller. Were you the little ball of energy in your friend net? Because you definitely seem like somebody who is making up for whatever size differential by just being big. Probably, oh, it's probably really annoying. When did you start <laughs> taking? <laughs> what, what, what got you into? For uh, the theater world, like what did you, the theater world? Um, when, when was your first play? What was your first play? How it old was were with you? you? It was, it was with the me. Wizard of Oz. It was the Wizard of Oz. Yeah. Were you Dorothy? No, you were one of the Lullaby League girls, though, weren't oh, you? Oh yeah. No, I was like five. I was too too young. A bunch of a young and okay. Was she was so, so all right. I, I, I was I, a Lullaby League. I was a flying monkey. Oh my god. I was a tin. I cleaned the Tin Man. And I'd like something else. I was watching a little bit of it today, and I was Aww. hoping there, I there's... I would prepare a little bit of Wizard of Oz. I did not because it was really tough to make anybody out, and I honestly wasn't sure. Um, I guess I could have like fast forwarded to the very end and look at all the credits. I was like, probably the smallest and chubbiest. There was a hundred <laughs> kids that were involved in this production yeah. at, at the very least, so yeah. it was hard to. And also, like I wanted to be truly sincere because um, I did find, in fact, something even better than Wizard of Oz <laughs> from Wizard from uh, the Woodstock Youth Theater days, I should say. Um, you were, I'm gonna say 1997. Great year. 
They shoot hoops. They shoot hoops. Don't they? In 1997, you were how old? I know math. Don't make me do math. I was older. <laughs> you were eight. You were eight. Probably eight or nine. Eight or nine. I we played a. I had played a fraternal twin who like we were really smart, but we barked like dogs. Yes. Yeah. That's correct. Who is who is your uh, co-actor? What? Oh, I don't remember. You don't her remember name. her. You don't she, remember. Her I name. liked her, but yeah, we. It was all about. How, it was like a play on that they shoot hoops, which isn't. They, they shoot, they shoot horses. horses, which is a really dark. I've never yeah. seen it. It's a very dark movie, right? It was written by Dakota Lane, who is yeah. a, a um a writer, a journalist in in Woodstock, mm-hmm. and uh, it was a collaboration between her and our director, um, who uh, is a wonderful woman, Beth Lipton. Um, it's been a long time. Um, I hear that she's not in the greatest of health, and I wish her all the best. Oh. Um, but uh, I, I, I love these days. I love these days so much. And this movie, as despite how much I say that I do love these days, this this movie was a pisser. It's so good. It's great. Yeah. It's, it's a total pisser because yeah. they got the entire community of Woodstock. They got the entire uh, Woodstock Youth Theater, young and old, Jones. past and present. You know, all everybody was in on this. Parents, teachers. It was it was a community effort. There's like was, Wizard of Oz with like second and third lobster. Like there's like there's a lot of different roles that were just sort of invented. I'm only going to show you the yeah. the room one scene, and it's the scene of which involves our uh, one of our guests today. And uh, I think the, it could the court speak... scene. No. Oh well, yes, yes. So there's a little bit of that. I have such a list. Okay. Let's. <gasps> oh, are we ready? No. I'm not ready. This is this is this is a 1997 <laughs> film that we were in. Yes. Clarissa and Clarissa. If you think they're wild now, you can just imagine how they'd be if they didn't have their field hockey games. And my best friend, Nikki, she's got so much stress because her mother's, well, a little dysfunctional. Today's going to happen. Well, what exactly are we talking about? Tennis is Nikki's whole life, her escape from the weirdness of her life. She told me she feels like a gladiator or something when she plays. Because it's the only sport where you can really go one-on-one with someone. That's Karma Fortune, Nikki's rival. Poor Nikki. She's at a bit of a disadvantage, even though she's practically the regional champ. It's her sneakers. They're so weird. They just showed up at her door one day. She put them on because their others were shot. There's something evil about them. You can't tell her. She's so stubborn. It's hard to believe they're the same girls who put on such a good show at the hearing this summer. In short, our tendency to hyperactivity has been redirected into a more, more positive outlet. Without sports, we would be like gerbils running round and round the treadmill of our existence, never finding respite from our... That is amazing. That is amazing. That is such a wonderful, like, so unexpected, so local, so terribly put together, and then amazingly that comes out of nowhere. I love it. Tim, by far the best film I've ever seen. (laughs) By a lot. Way better than anything we've ever done together. I'm holding you back. 
Let's Holy see. Holy shit. All right, Rachel, you, you posed wonderful. a very good question. What did wonderful. we just watch? What was that? the last few seconds in that courtroom? <laughs> <laughs> what, what was that? Okay, so the scene uh, transitions like a perfect PowerPoint presentation with like the wipe going <laughs> oh, into the next God. scene. And I really shouldn't be throwing shade on the editing. I mean, the editing Wait, this is like beta cam. What were you this editing on? What it is, it's, like, it's a slice of life. It's this girl whose uh, sisters are crazy and she's like clearly has to like be the mom since her own mother is not really paying attention. And then uh, you see the girl's presenting to the court as the very first of several kids who are trying to save the sports program and that's like that's the what whole... the movie's like the premise is we're trying to save the sports program yeah the school's about to get its sports program cut so all the kids like chip in and like decide to hold a music dance like a dance off yeah it's da- like like they did in the 20s like that's where like a the, the they shoot horses don't you, lay thing got, yeah like they like, did in the depression you created the tread before the trend yeah. Yes. Yeah. This is every '80s movie. And <laughs> like they're cutting the sports well, program. Let's you know, dance. I, yeah. I I felt really bad that uh, you know only because there's only so many clips that we could have played for today, and I wanted to focus <laughs> on our guests. And ah, in ah, in ah. this film, I have a very very important part that half of uh, the reason why it's so you're in this. Oh oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, what? So he, so here's what? here okay here's the through line here's the through line very quickly. Your older sister was a tennis player. And the tennis player, I guess, was playing like a tournament. And meanwhile, there's like another plot line, which is the main plot line behind this like really popular girl who uh, really has a crush on this nerd who like w- wants to like ask him out to the uh, dance. But like he's so weird and they're both so weird. And like he's kind of like a hipster and she's got rosy cheeks and like ridiculous outfits and has a league of girls and one guy who girl adore power. who adore yeah. who adore this girl named savannah the savanettes are like her like league of admirers so the one guy was played by me and i got a chance to like dress my entire wardrobe and be as fabulous as i could be and i had pom-poms and i like dressed yes Yes. totally flaming Mm -hmm. so none of the plot that i just mentioned before is as as important as the fact that uh your boy got to uh put some eyeliner and some like rouge and eyeshadow and i got to dress up in like very effeminate clothing and it was all for a film and you got to be in that film with me did she was my babysitter the girl who played savannah was her oh jade yes Jade. and she's, she's a director gorgeous, now she's like black model like she's oh my god she's beautiful she's she, a director she, yeah she's doing a lot of art uh, oh and wor- god, working in the theater her. world now yeah incredible yeah other thoughts uh, uh after hearing uh all that that's all crazy oh my god um, <laughs> i don't know who actually wrote that or who actually D- dakota, dakota, Lane, dakota yeah, yeah so she's yeah. A, an author from woodstock i don't know how that all i guess yeah it was just like woodstock youth theater wants to put on a movie and we put on a movie yes it's fun and that scene where you two are in the courtroom um is just precious because you need to send that people? to me how on earth would you beat eight-year-olds in a courtroom being like save our sports Very program town hall we're like our tendency to hyperactivity has been redirected into a more i remember it's very existential. We're like, we were talking about going round and round the treadmill and never yeah. finding respite. It's very I dark. I heard that. I just was like, running around we're the supposed to be geniuses who bark. 
That was the whole premise That's of our character. And, and who, who were these wonderful. like adults in the courtroom? So I, they were trying Parents. to. It was people trying to. The kids are going to come to court to try to get them to, to convince them to put the sports program. No, back. I know, I know, I understand the premise. Oh, the the actors. Yeah, like what's their story? One was like a mom of my friend. Like that's they were like parents of. I'm pretty sure. So serious. I'm pretty Good, sure right? that uh, two of those are politically. Uh, it's a congressman's wife. I won't say her name. Yes, she was the congressman's. Wife. Yes, yes, and well, then and then yeah. the one on the left is <laughs> actually the still the congressman's of New York's wife was the blonde. The guy woman. on the left is that's still crazy. a congressman, I think, based in Kingston. Yep. Yeah, so we got yep. congressmen. <laughs> yeah, so we Holla! actually got to go in front of congressmen to pitch the sports program. Oh, look, yeah. Tim, it it, it all That's ends and begins <laughs> when you get a chance to get local politicians in on your films, man. It's I, true. Yeah, my, That's what starts careers. My biggest question yeah. is, where is the fan wikia for this movie? Because I definitely want to like, <laughs> I definitely need to like investigate the like behind the scenes backstory of all the characters. Yeah. There is, in fact, I looked this up. There is one single solitary in writing mention of this movie. <gasps> somebody <laughs> Tim phone <laughs> gets right out. No, 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 no. It's it, like somebody it. who was working on like the wardrobe or something, like it has a credit and you could like see it on their resume or something. Oh my oh. god. god. Wait, yeah. so so on their IMDB or on their studio system something, would be yeah. A... <sighs> Hey, we, yeah. Well, we have uh, we have only time for one more clip, and it's a good one. But this is something, Tim, you could attest to, because as somebody who has the pleasure of getting a chance to know Molly as the, uh, an adult, uh, uh, Britney Spears is an oh. impression sweet Jesus nice. that we have gotten a chance to see. But I, yeah. it began much earlier than I realized. Yeah, this was actually for a health class. God, it was what? for a health class where we had to like do some parody of like we had to teach about drugs and i think like we or no 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 we had to do a commercial parody and it was during the time where the britney pepsi commercial was on oh no ba, 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 ba. so we did oh, like gosh. a like a marijuana <laughs> so we made it about cannabis <laughs> and you really need to see it to truly appreciate it. there were many moves yes please but well it is six, i was 16 or this 15. is on your instagram it oh, does exist and it's a Do uh, at dolly men's boy uh, I, so exactly. thank you plugging. Yeah, exactly. The tag. Uh, and it actually, yeah, it only came out about, what, like two and a half years ago? So if you want to stalk, you oh, can see it. Oh, please stalk me. Yeah. Um, all right. We're about to hear it. This is cool. Wow. Nice. Is it a problem that the biggest thing I could take away from that is that your hair is so effing straight? It is. Yeah, it's very 2000s. God, I, I want to say I'm embarrassed, but I still fucking do it. So <laughs> for the I'm humiliated, but also I still humili humiliate myself willingly on a daily basis. The point Does anyone else really want a Pepsi right now? <laughs> <laughs> okay. You've um, flipped the entire meaning. Is, is Coke okay? No, this is relatable, <laughs> yes. though, because um, though your hair uh, is why well, I'm taking the most of it, the get up, like the short so skirt, the um, the tank top. <laughs> this the, looks like my childhood. The pictures in the back. <laughs> what kind of pictures could somebody see in the back? 
Well, do it's like back when I feel like many, uh, you know, girls. How many could different relate. magazines did you, you collage? Just, up? It's like a serial killer. It's like girls. All my friends would do this. <laughs> I would do this. It's so weird that you just paint the walls with like every magazine. I don't know. It's just an identity crisis. Oh, I had we it. All did I had it. that too. Yeah, I did too. it too. Yeah. I, I, I wasn't a, a, a specific uh, to gender. I think. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, it's true. I covered my entire room with uh, some form of clippings from magazines. Was there a subject matter in particular? Or were these boy bands or something? This was my friends. This, this was the same friend oh, from the first okay. video. This was Tatiana, her yeah. place. But I knew I did very similar things. And I was saying we all yeah. did it. It's very horrifying. <laughs> <laughs> there, there uh, can only be so much uh, for one show that we get a chance to uh, dive into. Uh, but it seems like we've had a pretty successful romp in uh, getting a chance to, uh, if I may say so myself, uh, get a little bit embarrassed and uh, I don't know, learn a little bit about who we used to be. Has this inspired you guys to dig deep, dig deep, deep, deep into other uh, crevices that you may not have uh, reached in recent years? Inspired me what to run question. forward faster <laughs> <laughs> into the future. <laughs> Always forward, never back. Yes. No, hey, it's like, like a shark. Yeah. No, I th I'm the opposite. I think I peaked, and I think I'm like, oh. all, it's all downhill for me. Just stop now. Well, Plan Z Productions is on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> We're on That's Instagram. That's the strongest <laughs> plug of all. I think I peaked. Plan Z Productions. <laughs> YouTube. Oh no, my God! I, I for one oh, no, no, do not think. That's your end of credits film. Seriously, that's your end of credits film. Is there what? Say it one more time. Plan Z Productions. I peaked in grade school. <laughs> Solid. It's perfect. For what it may be worth, I, I can't be too fair uh, and objective here because uh, it seems like, for what I have not gotten a chance to see you be doing in recent years, Molly, um, you're linking up with good folks. And I, for one, am very pleased to see how uh, much work you've been doing all these years, dude. Um, Plan Z Productions can be seen on YouTube and Instagram. Uh, is there like a catch all kind of link that people can go to? Uh if you go over on YouTube, you'll find us on Plan Z Productions. But if you go to planzproductions.com, you'll actually find our website. There'll be links to everything there. Mm -hmm. It's an actual website. It's amazing. I know that Who has websites? Web me. Website? Me. <laughs> What's like a website? Me and Penny Arcade were the only ones left. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, I don't know. Colin Schumer, RIP. But Instagram, oh, where Plan Z yeah. Rod. Yes. You should probably know that. Okay, so I'm at Dolly <laughs> We'll do at Dolly Mensmore at Tim Dowd Actor, is it? Tim Dowd Actor. So those are our Instagram handles, and is it and Plan Z Production on Instagram as well? There you go. We and, know our handle. And That's any good. other uh, plugs coming up? I believe you have a show coming up over at the Pit with uh, Church Social. Is that correct? Yeah, Tim? Church Social, one of the house sketch teams at the People's Improv Theater, the Pit. We have a show for only five dollars at seven thirty, uh, February the eighteenth. Pit Lofter Striker. The striker. Yeah. Main Excellent. stage. Oh, baby. We're big boys. Oh. This reminded me. I don't know when this And If you follow me on Insta, you can like, <laughs> figure it out. But that's, speaking of Britney Spears, what I say, it's still an active part of my life. I might be doing some sort of like roast battle with a friend. It's going to be Limp Bizkit oh, against Britney Spears. Yes. No fucking way. Yes. Where? Where? When? I need to. I literally got this text like a couple hours ago. So I'm sure I'll, if it happens, I will update it on my page. Yeah. But this dude has a fucking Limp Bizkit tattoo on his ass. So he committed. No. So um, did it all we went on a date and now we're friends because I was like, I can't. I'm sorry. I can't date you. Wow. But okay. yeah, we might. that might be coming up soon and so I'm doing stand-up shows. Check their socials. <laughs> 
not not those socials. Check the actual like medias of socials nice. for yep. both Tim Down and Molly Tansmore. These week's guests are both lost the, and rewound. Both the medias of socials. Send me your social security numbers. No, don't. And your no, credit card. And your credit card information. Also, type of family. And your security code. You guys are heritage. You guys are wonderful, lovely, lovely people. Thank you very much for keeping Will, Rachel, and myself company for another week of this show. Thank you. Stay tuned for the Brooklyn Bandstand, which will be coming up right after this. My name is Alan. I'm Rachel. And I'm Will Hasty. And we'll catch you here next week. Nice and easy for us Thursday afternoon. It's Lost and Rewound on Radio Free Brooklyn. Time to get embarrassed with us. Yeah. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Um, and Hudson I guess, Valley. yeah, Hudson Orchards. <laughs> um, but that was not on air. <laughs> um, people love listening so you're to inside singing. jokes. Uh, so yeah, we're... it's so true though. You never know. You no, never no, actually, know. There, um, there is some joy in that. But I mean, come on, guys, yeah. pirates. Um, oh God, <laughs> we just keep shoes. Am I right? Shoes. Flaming man, flaming. <laughs> DMs. <laughs> Snapchat. Molly. Dicks. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Inappropriate. What, from what I'm about to say. <laughs> no, I got you.